The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. Please like, share, and subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts across the Big Blue View Radio network. Today, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about the New York Giants coaching staff as Brian Dable tries to fill out his coaching staff after moving on from several coaches and having a couple of coaches uh, decide to take other opportunities. And in particular, we're going to talk about the hiring of new offensive line coach Carmen Brasillo from the Las Vegas Raiders. And here to help me do that is Bill Williamson of SB Nation's Silver and Black Pride. Bill, thank you very, very much for uh, for hopping on for a few minutes. Sure. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate it. Always fun. Hey, so uh, Carmen Brasillo, mm-hmm. just a, a quick overview of Brasillo, offensive line coach for the Raiders for the last two years, I believe, under under Josh McDaniels. Right. Uh, just a quick overview of, of what the Giants are getting here in Brasillo. Yeah, I think they're getting a professional offensive line coach, you know, a, a guy that knows his way around um, – the job he's a professional like i said he's been around a long time he's part of that patriots tree and that's where you know brian the ball he they know each other from there so I, I wasn't surprised when that happened um you know there was reports that right before the end of the season that the raiders were going to let some coaches pursue other opportunities as they as they start this coaching and gm search he was the first one to get a bite and he's the only one to go so far and, you know, it was interesting. The Raiders did. Pat Graham is getting some uh, interviews for head coaching job. He was asked to get uh, – he was inter- there was an interview request for a defensive coordinator job, and the Giants – the Raiders did not give permission for that, but they did give permission for Brasillo. I don't think that's an indication that they didn't like Brasillo. I think that they want to really keep their defensive side intact when they figure everything out, and then they're going to probably make some changes on offense. So I think they say, hey, this guy has an opportunity. He knows he's going to people that he knows. Let's give him a chance. Well, that that kind of makes sense because Josh McDaniels, who was fired midseason, was an offensive coach. Right. They weren't right. real happy with the overall performance on that side of the ball, right. so that makes sense. But 
one of the things that is noteworthy about Brasillo and about the Raiders is that that offensive line, if you if you buy into pro football focus rankings and grades and, and all of that, <clears throat> and I always take those with a grain of salt. Sure, me too, me too. Um, pro football focus graded the Raiders offensive line 10th best in the league in each of the last two seasons. And, and the interesting thing about that is a little bit like the Giants offensive line, there's only one real sort of big time player on that on that offensive line right. and that would be Colton Miller the the right. left tackle. Right. Does that in your mind does that speak to to the effectiveness of of Brasillo as an offensive line coach? Yeah, I think certainly. I think he again, I could keep going back to he's professional. He knows what he's doing. I think he did coach those guys up pretty well. Like you said, um there was there's not a lot of names on that offensive line. And, and you know they really did pretty decently. There were some games like every every offensive line in the league that they struggled. Um, they didn't block. They didn't run block as well this year as they did last year when Josh Jacobs had you know six uh, sixteen hundred fifty three yards to lead the NFL in rushing. Jacobs kind of struggled this year. I don't know that maybe you know it's on everybody. Um, they had some games where they really passed. Uh, blocked well in the last two years and they had some games that they didn't but I would say that overall it was probably maybe a little over better than average offensive line and again I think he gets credit for that because there's not a lot of names a guy they got Greg Van Rotten in free agency uh, in May after the draft this year and you know when, when he got signed you looked at it as a, a guy who's on the bubble and he started every game at guard and he played really well. And I think he had his best career ever season of his career. And I think Purcell gets credit for that. So I think the giants are, are in good hands with this guy. Interesting. And the, one of the things with the giants, that's been an issue offensive line wise, Joe Shane, the GM has drafted four offensive linemen in two years. He drafted Evan Neal in the first round in 2022 he drafted Josh Azudu in the third round in 2022, Marcus McKethan in the fifth round in 2022, and John Michael Schmitz in the second round in 2023. You can make an argument, especially when you look at Evan Neal and, and, and Josh Azudu, you can make an argument that none of those players actually improved over the over the, the period of time that, that they've been with the Giants. So I'm curious... I think Dylan Parham is a guy that the Raiders drafted a couple of years right. back who I liked, but he, I think he was a, a late third-round pick. Thayer Munford is a guy that's been there, swing tackle for a couple of years. But I, I'm just curious if you can look at the young players on that line you know, and, and tell me you know, if you think that over the past couple of years that they've performed well and, and, and gotten better. That, that would be something that, that Giants fans would be interested in just because the, the development of these guys, I think, is one of the reasons why the Giants moved on from Bobby Johnson. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. And, you know, you you hit the two guys in Parham. And he, Andre James, the starting center, was hurt for a couple of games late this year. And Parham uh, played center and played pretty well. And he played well. He's been mostly a guard. He's been a day one starter since he got here. But the, a lot of people think that he's going to end up being a center. So it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. Um, but yeah, he played well both spots, and 
Thayer Mumford, a seventh-round pick two years ago, played pretty well when Colton Miller was hurt, and they felt comfortable about uh, Mumford playing left tackle. You're playing left tackle in the NFL as a second-year player being a seventh-round pick. I think that's pretty encouraging. So, yeah, to answer your question, I think he did pretty well with the young guys. Interesting. And, and just, I mean, this, this may seem like an off-the-wall question, but can Raiders offensive linemen pick up a stunt? <laughs> think, think you're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, be, because because I think I think the next time we watch a Giants offensive line pick up a stunt might be the first time in the last yeah. couple of years. So uh, I think you I think you this guy I, I, you know I'm not going to sit here and say he's an elite coach at his at you know he's an elite offensive line coach, but I think you're getting a, a, a solid guy. And I think the ball knew what he was doing when he jumped on. He knew he had a chance at him. He jumped quickly, right? I mean, it was right. just Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday of last week. There is a reason for it. I think he feels very comfortable with it. I think the Giants are just collecting bald guys. Yeah, well, <laughs> seriously, whatever it, whatever it takes. There you go. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Bill, let's uh, let's talk about a couple of other guys on that Raiders coaching staff who are of interest to New York Giants fans. And you mentioned Pat Graham earlier, but let's let's hold off on Graham for a minute. Let's talk about Antonio Pierce. Okay. Obviously, former Giants linebacker, considered a coach on the field. Did, you know, by all accounts, a great job for the Raiders, you know, when when Josh McDaniels was fired and he was named interim interim head coach. Mm -hmm. Max Crosby has come out and said he would request to be traded if Pierce doesn't get that job. What 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 is Mark Davis doing? Why why hasn't he just given Pierce that job yet? And and in the end, is he going to give that job to Pierce in, in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, you know, the tea leaves changed a lot. And last couple of days, I think, um, it's looking that way. That is, it, he is going to get the job. Um, yeah, it, it's been it's been strange because we went into the offseason looking. It's probably going to be Pierce or, or, or Harbaugh. And then they also have the, the, the general manager job they have to figure out, too. And like Pierce, interim GM, Champ Kelly is, is considered the favorite. But they've talked to – six people for that job and they've also they try to get adam peters involved too but he you know he went to washington quickly so they had a pretty big search and 
some of the names that they looked at is like, well, this guy's not going to want Pierce, you know, and just because he's going to want to bring in his own guy. It's no shot on Pierce. So you're like, what are they doing? Are, are they really that interested in Pierce? I think when Max Crosby came out and said what he said, and he, he didn't definitely say, I'm going to ask for a trade. He said, everything's on the table. But, you know, I talked to some sources that, he's going to be really upset if his coach doesn't get the job. And he's just because he wants stability. They wanted Rich Passaccia, the locker room wanted Rich Passaccia two years ago in the same situation. And he did a better job than Pierce. He went seven and five and took him to the playoffs after the John uh, Gruden fiasco. Um, Pierce didn't, he went five and four, but they didn't get to the playoffs. So you can say Passaccia did a better job. And still they, Mark Davis went away from the interim coach and he got McDaniels. So, Crosby doesn't want the mistake to happen again. And he publicly said it. And there's a lot of pressure on Mark Davis now. And now if they do end up hiring Harbaugh, I think Max Crosby could calm down. I don't think it's the end of the world. I mean, you, 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 you know, everybody's emotional. You see what happens. You let things settle down. So I think that is still possible. But it is looking like Pierce is going to end up being the coach. And – and you would like that? I mean, he did do a good job. He did seem yeah, to have the back of the job. players. I, I thought, yeah, I mean, they were five and four. They were fiery. The one thing I'd be worried about is, you know, in the NFL, you, you, it's just not all rah-rah every week. And it, you can't win on emotion every week. And I think he'd have to grow his coach. I think, you know, he would have to bring in a, a really good offensive coordinator. There's been rumors and reports that maybe it's Cliff Kingsbury I don't know if that, you know, you got to get a quarterback, you got to figure that out too. But yeah, I think uh, Pierce, you know, would, the, the Raider, the Raider aura is so big to this franchise and the fan base. And that, that will never go away. You know, the, the 1970s Raiders were a special bunch and, and they, and they want that, that feeling again and still, and, and, and Pierce has embodied that. He's really embraced that. He said, you know, he grew up in the Los Angeles area when the Raiders were in Los Angeles. And he, you know, when he became the interim coach, he said, I was born for this, for this job. So he's really buying all into it. You know, he's also getting interest in Tennessee and Atlanta as well. So anything could happen until it does, but it's certainly looking this way. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, if, if he, you know, grows as a coach, he's only 45 years old. If, if he gets a good offensive staff in place, I, I think it can work um, again. I think his model is Dan Campbell in Detroit, another fiery guy, you know, and it works for him. It, 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 there's, there doesn't seem to be an expiration on his on his fire. It, it, it works in Detroit, and he's a former player, and he's a, so I, I think who really connects to his players. So I think that Antonio Pierce, if he follows that blueprint, it could, it could work. Campbell's another guy who. Played for the Giants for a little while, and uh, there have been times over the last few years when, when I know people thought that that perhaps Campbell should get an opportunity to coach the Giants as well. So, yeah. so I know I would. I think Giants fans would be happy to see Antonio Pierce. I don't know that Antonio Pierce, if he doesn't get that job, I don't know that Pierce would be a guy that would want a defensive coordinator job. But that happens to be open for the Giants as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know where he would turn if he doesn't get. Yeah, defense coordinator is probably his next best move. You know, if he doesn't get a head coaching job, and again, he's a candidate in three places. Um, 
I mean, he because he's needs he needs to continue to grow as a coach if he doesn't get the Raiders job. So I think if he if he got a defensive coordinator's job, that would be the next best thing for him. Absolutely. Hey, Bill, let's talk a little bit about Pat Graham, about the the Raiders' current defensive coordinator. Now, you turn back the clock a little bit. Graham was defensive coordinator for the Giants under Joe Judge. Graham interviewed for the job that went to Brian Dable. Brian Dable thought initially that Pat Graham was going to stay with the Giants. Mm -hmm. Graham basically thought better of it. He he went to to the Raiders with McDaniels and and I I can understand that partially because he interviewed for the Giants job and didn't get it. He and Joe Judge were very close. Giants, you know, fired right. Joe Judge, his best friend, and or hit one of his best friends in the coaching business. So maybe he was uncomfortable staying in New York with the Giants. What I don't know at this point, and maybe, you know, maybe you don't know either, but I'm curious. I don't know if there were any bridges burned between Graham and the Giants, between Graham and Dable. I'm just curious if you if you have any idea, you know, how Pat Graham still feels about New York. I, I do not. He's a uh, yeah, he's a pres- professional, bright guy. I, I think he gets. I, I don't look at him as being overly emotional. I think he understands the business. So I don't. I don't sense that there's hard feelings, but I, I, I can't 100. percent answer that um i do find it interesting that as i said earlier that the raiders denied permission for a team going after him as defensive coordinator it might have been the giants Mm -hmm. how how many existing teams have openings right now you know i'm I'm so focused on the raiders right now but there's not many right right so Mm -hmm. it could have very well been the giants he he could have went after bracillo and graham right i haven't i haven't seen Graham connected to the Giants, but it could well be. Um, just, you know, Pat Graham's a very different defensive coordinator than Wink Martindale, just in terms of of how he builds his defenses. He tends to build them back to front and tends to use scheme and, and disguising coverage to try to confuse quarterbacks right. rather than just throw caution to the wind and throw pressure at quarterbacks. Um, I'm curious your thought on the job that Graham did in the last two years with, with the Raiders. I think there's really a lot of improvement this year. Um, a lot of improvement after McDaniels left. I'm not sure why, because, you know, he was in control of the defense anyways. It might have been just everybody was loose. Um, a guy, Malcolm Kuntz, um, third-round pick from Buffalo, in his third year had two sacks in his first two years combined. He had eight sacks this season and most of them were late in the season. Some guys improved, you know, and I think that that is, you know, good credit to Graham. It's the reason why he's getting some head coaching job. The Raiders defense has been awful for years and it it got better and and it didn't give up many points down the stretch. And they got, they were very fortunate. They played some really bad offenses this year. Really bad. It's terrible quarterback play. I think they had more. They played against more backups than starters this year, and 
but that's just the way you know that's the way it goes. So next year might be a different story. They might they might play. You know the NFL changes, right? right. Um, they might play better quarterbacks next year, and they might struggle. But they played well this year, and they got a lot of pressure. Max Crosby is a brilliant player. You know, an elite defensive player. I don't think he gets enough credit for that. Um, and, and Patrick Graham was a big reason why he, you know, all these guys had success. So, yeah, again, there's a reason why he's getting job interviews. He's uh, interviewed in uh, – he's got an interview in Seattle and he's already interviewed in the Chargers. It's interesting. Mike Kafka, the Giants offensive coordinator, also has an interview or had an interview in Seattle. I think Kafka also had an interview in Tennessee. So so maybe it'll be a, a former Giant, in uh, at least in uh, in Seattle. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have to see how that goes. Anyway, Bill, thank you very, very much for a few minutes. Thank you for dropping some knowledge on uh, Carmen Brasillo and on a couple of other former Giants coaches, Pat Graham and Antonio Pierce. So thank you very, very much for the time. I'll appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you. All right. And thank you for listening, Giants fans. Please stay safe out there. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.